Hey, welcome to the Bartender's Perspective. I'm so happy to have you here. Work is done for the day. Pull up a chair, have a seat, I'll pour you a drink, and let's get started. Hello, my faithful listeners. You know, I want to immediately offer an apology. Um, the episode that I released this past Sunday, you know, I just, after much thought, you know, I took it down because I was just not happy with the way it was written. So I wanted to take some time to come up with a much better put together episode for you. So I am re-releasing the Chains of Unforgiveness uh, tonight. So with that, we are again talking about the Chains of Unforgiveness. Um, last week, you know, we talked about the agree to disagree controversy and the cost of being right. We're going to be talking about people that did you wrong and offering them forgiveness even when they don't deserve it and why. You know, this you don't even have to see that person again to do so because it's not about them. I'm also going to touch on another point of view of a place within yourself that you may be holding unforgiveness that you haven't even considered. I uh, referenced the scripture last week, you know, but I feel it worth mentioning again as it you know, still pertains to this episode as well. So Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 and 13, we talked about this last week. God has chosen you and made you his holy people. He loves you. So always do these things. Show mercy to others. Be kind humble, gentle, and patient. Get along with each other and forgive each other. If someone does you wrong, forgive that person as the Lord forgave you. What does that mean? You know, this scripture, it works for the believers. You know, the believers, I know this is you know crazy to the heart. But I also want to point out, you know, despite the fact this being scripture, the principle is also important. The message from the scripture, you know, and I'm I'm pointing this out to for you non-believers that, and it's okay if you don't believe, you know, but the point is the principle is still the same. But unforgiveness is exactly as the title of the podcast implies. It's a chain. Even if you don't talk to the person that wronged you anymore, you become chained to that person. While physically they are no longer there, the harm that they caused you remains. You know, it's just emotional chain, and it just holds on to you. And I also want to point out, I want to say, though that no one that. No one's pain or malice isn't valid. You know, if someone has done you wrong, you have every right to feel upset, angry, betrayed, and no one can ever take that away from you. So I'm not telling you you don't have the right to feel the way that you do. You know, you do. You probably have a good reason for it. But the thing about unforgiveness is that it festers like an untreated wound. It stays with you until that wound eventually becomes infected. Like the bubonic plague, 
it spreads. It in and of itself is an epidemic in our world today. It affects relationships of all kinds, everything from work relationships, romantic interests, even family. Of course, you know, it's going to be a family. Trust issues, you know, develop, you know, keeping people at arm's length. You know, there, there are consequences, y'all, of the lack of forgiveness. You know, it could make you sarcastic, you know, scathing, condemning, and just downright not pleasant to be around. Tortured by the memories of what you can't forgive. Your thoughts become just twisted and, you know, malignant towards others. Your whole view of life becomes distorted. Built up anger, it just begins to grow in you and just grow and grow. And sometimes when you're not careful, it can easily get out of control. Your emotions go crazy, and for some, it becomes uncontrollable. I talked to a young lady not too long ago. She came to the bar and had a drink, and you know, I was being empathetic. Because, um, you know, just something was off. But with every empathetic and kind word that I gave her, you know, I was met with cold malice, almost unfeeling, like, you know, who are you? And anytime I tried to offer words of encouragement, they were shut down. It was like, it was literally like, I don't know, talking to a brick wall or talking to somebody behind a brick wall. And I really feel for that young lady. One of my coworkers mentioned that when someone cheats on you, you should get back at them by cheating on them. You know, that person wronged you. And you might see that as the only way to get back at them is to do the same to them, an eye for an eye, if you will. But in the end, the only person you're hurting is yourself. And what's worse, that person who cheated on you might not care that you are doing the same. And you simply wasted your time, not to mention damaged your self-worth. How you approach situations in life, you know, can again be greatly affected. One thing that I used to struggle with over the years, I mean not now, but then it took me a while, and that's when something bad happened to me at work or I don't know, someone got me off in traffic, whatever the case may be, somebody said an unkind word or I don't know. You know, I I brought that to work with me and you know, just approach, approaching situations in life, you know, when you get in front of people, you know, one of the things that I always stress to the new trainees is that when you are in front of people, the thing that you always want to work for is people want to come in and have the experience. They want to be at ease. They want to be comfortable. And, you know, the thing is about our world today, if you bring your stuff to, you know, to work, People are going to pick up on that stuff. It's going to put them ill at ease. And they're just going to be downright uncomfortable. And, you know, your tips will suffer. And so I've gotten better over the years. When I walk through the doors of work, I leave behind what it is, whatever might be bothering me, because I know that I have a job to do. So 
you know, just always be mindful of that, you know, and this really can work in really any situation, not just work, but <sighs> as I mentioned earlier about a, a different point of view that goes beyond others, sometimes that unforgiveness isn't from an outside source but begins at home in your own house, which can seem confusing as it is technically nobody else's fault but your own. Maybe you've wronged yourself as a result of something you did or said and deeply resent, or you're ashamed of yourself. Forgiveness can be tricky and downright difficult for many. In general, it's not an overnight thing especially if you've been holding on to it for a number of years, but like anything else in life, I mean, practice makes perfect. But it's definitely a medicine that could help us all. It is the neosporin of infected emotional wounds. Offering forgiveness has got so many benefits. I mean, so many, y'all. You know, you... People always, you know, are trying to figure out who they are. You know, it, it teaches you about yourself. You know, maybe you're trying to learn more about yourself and just what you're capable of. And, and it's a piece of the puzzle. You know, for many, maybe it's something you never knew that you could do. Um, there was a time in my life, it was a while ago, and when I was in college, my history and systems uh, in psychology professor talked about traveling abroad, you know, and if you're ever, if you ever have the opportunity that, you know, it's life-changing to travel abroad. And, you know, finally, I I took her advice, you know, a friend of mine and myself, we went to the Czech Republic, to the capital of Prague. I'd done my research about their country ahead of time, you know, so I kind of had an idea of what I was walking into, but I had no idea. From the moment we set foot in that country, literally our first interaction, and it was even at the hotel where we were checking in. Y'all, and I don't know if it's all of Europe. You know, some people tell me it's all of Europe, but I'm telling you my experience. In the Czech Republic, from our perspective as Americans, they are the rudest people. They literally make people from Brooklyn, New York, look like the most polite and kind people in all the world. <laughs> Shout out to all my Brooklyn Brooklyn guests. Um, literally, every opportunity, people would bump into you in the street and just keep right on going. Like we even went out, and this wasn't consistent across all restaurants, you know, but we went to this one restaurant. It was a Riverside restaurant, and it was nice and everything. But I tell you, y'all, when we sat down, I mean, the whole experience, the best part of the experience was the beer. That was pretty much it, and the river view. You know, the server walked up. I mean, it was straight. What are you drinking? What are you eating? And I held on to the menu when we were done uh, ordering. You know, I I got uh, roasted duck and lentils. I'd never had duck before, you know. So I'm like, all right, I'm on vacation. Let's do it. 
So I held on to my menu because something that I had uh, researched on is that in the Czech Republic, there were a lot of restaurants. If you speak English to your server, they'll automa- automatically charge you more money. I'm not saying that every restaurant did that. And for the record, yeah, um, we went to many other restaurants and a lot of them were didn't do that. But anyways, I'm getting off on a tangent. I was, you know, looking over the menu, and the man just snatches the menu, like, full-on yanks it out of my hand and just walks away. And it's like, damn. Um, But, yeah, there were just other instances. You know, I, I got a postcard from my dad, and I Google searched, you know, their post office. So I made our way up, you know, my friend and I made our way up to a building that I thought was the post office. We walked in, and... It was this security desk with these two Czech women and then this like rich, uh, door similar to like those doors that retract when you walk into like a corporate building or whatever. So I, I went to the counter and I tried to explain my position to them that I was looking to mail a postcard. And unfortunately, the language barrier was a problem as I was under the impression that a lot of younger people spoke better English and I mean and unfortunately it wasn't the case but anyways this woman you know it just starts shouting and yelling and like and I didn't even raise my voice and she just kept pointing and pointing and like pointing off out the door and down the corner so I'm like okay can could you possibly show us and I don't know if she understood me but she came out from behind the desk I mean and practically grabbed us by our shirts walked us out side and i mean we got down the sidewalk and she literally shoved both of us as hard as she could we nearly fell and then turned around and walked back inside like i was so taken back i was so offended i mean in the end of the day you know we walked down the sidewalk turned the corner i happened to see these orange boxes and then it was at that point you know i saw a building that was still attached to that and what looked like a post office, which we walked in to their post office. Their post office looks like a train station. It was ridiculous. And when you mail a letter, you know, here in the States, we have blue boxes. In the Czech Republic, it's orange boxes. <laughs> but I know I'm going off on a tangent again. So the whole time I was just, I was offended. I was upset. It bothered me. Like, how dare these people act like that? And I was so resentful for the longest time. And then, you know, we were at the hotel and I sat down and I had some time to think about it. And then I thought to myself, like, this is what my professor was talking about, that you go and see how another culture lives or a society, whatever you want to call it. And it was then that I realized that why am I going to expect these people, you know, to cater to my needs and for them to be polite and cater in me or whatever the case may be. I'm on their turf. So, you know, it really took some prayer, some reflection, and you know, just some and good old fashioned acceptance that that's just the way the society is. They don't, they don't have time for manners. That's just not their way. For the record, though, we did find one restaurant where they were super friendly super helpful, super hospitality. So it's possible to find a good restaurant to go and eat. But at the end of the day, once I dealt with my resentment and dealt with, you know, just uh, ups- being upset at the way I was treated, 
you know, a large weight was lifted off my shoulders. And, you know, also the end of the day, the takeaway is I learned how another society lives and I accepted my situation and I had a good rest of my time there. Forgiveness, you know, it, it teaches you how to love, love in a way that you never knew you had. Future podcast about that, by the way. Great song by Kevin LeVar and One Sound. Um, the song is A Heart That Forgives. Literally, it is a wonderful song, y'all. If y'all get the chance, definitely give it a listen. But, I mean, it's, it's essentially about letting that malice go, about forgiveness, about, you know, please, Jesus, teach me how to love the way that you loved you know, I just don't want to give it up. Like he was just in singing in the song. He was just desperate to give up resentments. And, you know, he wanted to have a heart that forgives. And, I mean, you know, he even says that, you know, in forgiveness, you can find so much freedom. You know, when I, I was going through some stuff at that time when I first heard this song, you know, and my therapist introduced me to the concept of the chains of unforgiveness. I mean, it was uh, originally just a concept that on a small piece of paper would just like a worksheet. And I filled out the worksheet and, you know, at the end of the day, it was there that I began to understand, you know, that unforgiveness is just awful. But some other things to think about as far as forgiveness goes, it can give you a peace of mind. One of my biggest problems, I mean, for the longest time, was my mind was constantly going and just going and going and going. I mean, it's not just unforgiveness, but in this particular instance, forgiveness can help you have a quiet mind. And a quiet mind, in general, is a mind at peace. Moving on. When you've made a decision or said something you regret, <clears throat> emotionally, you can become frozen in that moment in time. You know, that person that said those horrible things to you or those things that you said that were so horrible to somebody and you just for a lot, not everybody, but for many, I mean, and I'll tell you my experience <clears throat> looking, you know, looking back now that, yeah, there were several moments in time that it just became frozen in my mind and just sat and just festered in my subconscious and, oh, it was terrible. Forgiveness can help you reduce, if not almost eliminate anxiety and stress over, you know, regret and, and shame, you know, finding relief from stress and anxiety, it's paramount. I mean, there have been studies that show that carrying those things with you can actually even shorten your lifespan. Ah, sweet relief. Like jumping into a hot tub after a long day or muscle pain and aches. Forgiveness is so great. It's as sweet as honey. It really is. You can really, really dramatically 
improve your relationships, not only with yourself, but I mean with others. <clears throat> it can really, really help you to have and you know develop and just have a much better sense of compassion for others. And a really big one, it helps you to, you know, have more humility or to be humble and whatnot. And forgiveness is just, it's so great, y'all. You know, if it's something that you continue to struggle, you, you can always, always try this. Literally try and try again. So eventually you'll get it right. A lot of people will focus on the things they did wrong. But, you know, I got news for you. Focus on the things you did right. And speaking from experience, don't be so hard on yourself. Take responsibility for your life. And be truthful that you did something wrong without making excuses. You know, and... Again, at the end of the day, you can't change the past. In all, uh, in all facets of recovery and addiction, you know, there's a very valuable prayer called the Serenity Prayer. And generally in meetings before and after and just in general in life, um, you know, whether you're an alcoholic or a drug addict or whatever addiction you're struggling with, the serenity prayer, it goes as follows. God, grant me this serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can. And the wisdom to know the difference. Yeah, yeah. Oof. it gives me chills to even say it, like goosebumps, that, I don't know, it, it's a wonderful prayer. I've said it many, many, many a times over the years. But in conclusion, forgiveness is not only necessary, whether it be to unburden yourself of the wrongs of someone else, or even yourself. It is vital to having a better life, at least in my opinion. As it was written one more time in Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, get along with each other and forgive each other. If someone does you wrong, forgive that person as the Lord forgave you. Let those words become the key that will unlock those chains of unforgiveness. So, as Kevin LaVar said it best, you'll find so much freedom. So, so much freedom, y'all. But this weekend, I'm going to conclude this and last week's episode with a very powerful topic. And it is the topic of redemption, its implications and controversies, and just really, what is it? So, but anyways, if you like my podcast, 
please feel free to tell at least three people about my podcast if you think they'll get something out of it. This will help me continue to get my message out there to more people. You know, and, and again, I apologize, you know, for this rewrite and releasing it so late. But unless you want another drink, as always, thank you for stopping in. Here's your check. My regular, regular podcast hours are as always every Sunday night at 7 p.m. So you can come back and see me then. Have a great night.